Hi everyone and happy new year. It is 2022 and this is the first episode of Twixen podcast this year. Well, it is episode 29 in total, but still, um, I hope you had really, really awesome holiday and new year uh, here in Texas. It wasn't that much of a deal actually. Um, if you are Swedish speaking, you may have followed us on Facebook and YouTube. We did the, uh, Swedish, uh, happy new year, um, around, it was around five ish here in Texas. And of course, midnight in Sweden. Uh, we did that together with my Swedish, uh, podcast between heaven and earth, Melan Himmel och Jod. So that was fun. Um, joined Tomne over in Sweden and her big family um, and celebrated. And then it was meant that we were going to join together at the Texas Midnight while Tomne overslept. And that was almost expected because it's like after a night like that and it's seven o'clock in the morning in Sweden. So I would be sleeping. Um, but I, I was laughing a little bit because I was doing it by myself <laughs> and it was like all of the technical difficulties I could have, I had. Um, so I see that as like the funny, weird ending of 2021. And now we go into a awesome 2022. So what happened was that I swapped camera. And when I did that, um, the sound disappeared. But the main part of it was was uh, done. So it wasn't a big deal. Um, but if you haven't seen it, uh, it is up on both Facebook and YouTube. So uh, go and check it up. Go and check it out. Um, I'm kind of glad in the same way I'm disappointed that it was more fireworks. I'm glad because of the animals. I know there are so many animals that suffers on New Year's Eve or New yeah, because of the fireworks. I am blessed. Uh, I, <laughs> this is probably the only day of the year and 4th of July too, uh, that it is a huge advantage to have a deaf dog. Um, my big dog, my great Dane, uh, Bam Bam is totally deaf. He can't hear anything. So he's not bothered about it. Um, and thankfully he rubs that off to my other dog, uh, Twix, uh, who is a Dalmatian. If you don't know that by now. Um, also super cool. He is not bothered about it at all. Um, so for the sake of the animals, I'm really happy that there wasn't more fireworks than it was. Um, but in the same time, I had not been up for new years for maybe five, six, seven years. So for me, I'm like, I wanted to see a little bit more fireworks. Um, but I could see it on TV, so it wasn't a big deal in, in that sense. Um, but yeah, it, it was a pretty calm new year for me. Nothing ecstatic, nothing uh, crazy at all. Um, it was like any new year with the dogs. Um, watched some TV, slept some, and set the alarm to wake up. Oh, but I did something that's going to be my new tradition. So I woke up to do the, the, uh, our new year here in, in us. Um, and 
<laughs> when I was doing it, we have a saying, and this is something that Swedes doesn't do because the language doesn't imply on it or whatever. Um, here in U.S., we lift our left foot, so we stand on the right foot when we go into the new year, right? Uh, I did that. But afterwards, I did something I am so going to do in the future. I put clean bedding on my bed and I took a shower. So I started 2022 going back to a clean bed, being new showered, clean hair, clean body, everything. That was like the best start of the year. Seriously, it was awesome. And I slept like a rock the rest of the night. That like I highly recommend to do that because that was that was kind of cool. So absolutely I will do that next year if I'm not out and about or doing anything on New Year. Um I will wake up before midnight, clean change bedding, and go to bed in clean in clean bedding. That that it was awesome. I was proud of myself really proud of myself. <coughs> Sorry. Um, with that cough, no, I do not have COVID. Don't worry. Um, it is when I record this, it's Wednesday and it's uh, quite early. It's six o'clock in the morning and I haven't spoken that much. So my voice isn't really warmed up. And uh, on top of that, I'm drinking cold water uh, in the same time. So my voice is a little bit like hangover. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a difference when you wake up and you talk a little bit and then you record. But today I have a bunch of stuff to do because um, it's my only day off work this week. Uh, so I figured I'll go ahead and get this done. So it's ready for y'all tomorrow, which now is today for y'all. So No, I don't have COVID. No worries. I am fine. Uh, but COVID is coming back. Um, kind of crazy. Like we, I work EMS. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Um, my daily work is in EMS and actually we haven't seen that much of a spike, but it's kind of like the same thing as last time we had a spike that at least in my area, we didn't see anything. We didn't see anything. We didn't see anything, but we heard about it. It was like everybody talked about it and then boom, anything we had was COVID. It was nothing but COVID and people were sick and sick. Good Lord. We, it was some patients that we thought like, please stay alive until we get to the hospital. But so far with Omicron, um, we haven't really seen that much though. We see it because the hospital's are full and they start going on divert. Uh, that a hospital goes on divert means that they will not let any ambulances come in. Uh, there, there's, of course, a lot of rules and regulations. You as a person can go there um, in your own private vehicle. And if there is something special, we have like trauma levels and it's a trauma, sure, we can go there. They cannot deny us once we are have our foot on the premises. So yeah, but they 
try to avoid because they're so full. They don't have any rooms. They will have us standing it for hours and hours with the patient on the stretcher. So that's, that's what it means that, that they try to avoid, um, us going there. They prefer us to go elsewhere. Well, in, in one of our areas, in one of our counties that I work in, we have three hospitals and once three hospitals goes on divert, it is our dispatch telling us it's like a rotating schedule. So we are told where to go. And that has started to kick in again, um, that the hospitals are, uh, going on divert, uh, they can't take more patients. Um, and of course with us then standing and waiting for a room with a patient or because we probably can't drop it off in the, in the waiting room, um, that strains EMS a lot. So that's how we see it. Uh, but for us, it's been kind of the same thing. People fall a lot. Gravity wins altogether. Um, and just a general um, breathing problems, falls, accidents, you know, <laughs> heart is still painful and chest is painful and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's been a little bit when it comes to COVID panicking here in Texas. I don't really know how it's been in other States, but Texas ran out of so many supplies. Um, like we didn't have any COVID tests. And when I say we, I mean the state, like no hospital had COVID tests, no pharmacies, no ERs, no, nobody. There was no COVID test in Texas to be found. And what do you do then? like, uh, um, go over to Oklahoma or to Louisiana. I bet they were kind of like in the same situation as we were. Uh, it seemed like Texas got it back here, um, Monday and Tuesday. So as far as I've been able to understand and reading on online is that a lot of places got it back, um, on Monday and Tuesday, but for, for last week, it was an over the weekend, um, people that wanted to get tested couldn't unless you, you already had a home test at home. And there was also, uh, some of the medications, um, ran out. So those who had, had, uh, different medications and needed it, they couldn't get it because there was nothing, none to be found. Why this happened? I don't know. I don't know if it was supply chain, like transport, because it's been bad weather up north. Like in Virginia, people have been stuck for 36 hours on I-10 because it's been so snowy and bad weather and it, it was chaos. Um, so I don't know if it's something like that, that the 18-wheeler has been stuck somewhere or if it's a production problem. I have no clue. But, but that, that's been a big strain for basically the entire state. Very weird situation. Very, very weird situation. Um, and that of course, people think that the hospitals has what I need. The hospital has the tests. Yes, they do because they can go and do it in another way. They can run the tests in their lab. They have their own lab. 
but that also strains their time and everything takes longer time, right? So, so yeah, it's been, it's been a challenge as always, but Omicron seems to kind of like be a lighter version of COVID. And when I say lighter, it's not that many that get hospitalized on vent. Uh, we have not come to that part. Like last time we had a spike, the ER at my hospital in Athens, Texas, half of the ER turned into an ICU. Uh, so they have two trauma rooms. In those trauma rooms was two patients in each room on vent. And then they had, I think it was three other rooms turned into ICU rooms where they had patients on vent. So totally they had in the ER seven patients on ICU vents because of COVID. And that's a lot. And simply because every, every, every hospital is full. Like we were even worried. We had a trauma the other day and it was a head trauma. A man fell down from a ladder and we flew him to a trauma one center. And even we thought, I wonder if they even have a trauma room available for him. Like not in the ER, but do they have a bed? Because ICU and, and all the beds are taken. There is no beds in Texas to be found in a hospital. So yeah, that, that is a big ordeal. So it's going to be interesting now um, to see how this is going to develop after the holidays. Uh, schools are going back today uh, or tomorrow here this week, depending on where you live or next week. Uh, I know there are some schools that has delayed because of they want to have everybody COVID tested, so they start on Monday instead. Um, but but otherwise, life kind of sort of goes on here in Texas without any changes because of Omicron. Um, still no mandatory mask, thank God. Um, schools are going back and work is going back. So it's it's kind of just normal. COVID is becoming a part of life more or less now. Um, but we'll see in the upcoming weeks uh, how the holidays affects it. What's going to happen? It's going to be quite interesting. Um, so, and I think also my next topic I want to talk about is like, I live in Texas. If you think about Texas, you associate Texas with something warm, right? Uh, hot, probably a cowboy, a lone town, and the cowboy's coming in riding. Yeehaw, right? That's not what has been in Texas this last couple of days, I would say. Because, um, like, Christmas and New Year's was really warm. Uh, we had 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 21 degrees Celsius for those of you in Europe. Um, sunshine. It was just fabulous weather. Like we were walking around in shorts and t-shirt. It was awesome. Then came a cold front. 
like a cold front. I'm not kidding. In four hours, in four hours, it went from 70 degrees Fahrenheit to 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which is right on top of my head. I think it's about six, seven degrees. So it went from 21 degrees Celsius to six, seven degrees Celsius. Like that's in four hours. That's a huge drop. If you don't think that is a change for your body, you're wrong. I'm telling you. I was visiting a friend uh, who's hospitalized for a long time um, in Dallas. And I walked in. Thankfully, I had watched the news. So I knew that this was happening. And I brought an extra jacket with me. And while I was waiting on coming into the uh, hospital, because uh, I was a little bit early for their visiting hours, another man in line, he looked at me and he's like, you're really warm dressed for this weather. And I said, yes, but do you know how warm it's going to be when we leave here? And he was just laughing at me. He's like, oh yeah, you believe in that? And I actually saw him on my way out. He didn't even talk to me. It was hilarious. He just gave me that look, look like, how did you know? Or darn, you were right. It was hilarious because yes, it was so cold when we came out and the, it got windy with that cold from came the wind and then overnight it was um it goes down to about 24 degrees fahrenheit which is negative four uh, celsius uh it's cold because if you think about it if you're swedish and listen to this you're like well that's not that cold that's not a bad even though it's always windy when it gets that cold here. So it, the feeling is that it's way colder than it actually is. But nothing here in Texas is made for cold weather. Like, as I said, on Sunday lunchtime, we were walking around in shorts and t-shirts. That's what we have out right now. And then in just four hours, we need to have our ski pants and hats and gloves and the whole five yard. We're, we're not mentally ready for that. Like if you live in Sweden, a lot of people say to me, well, you're Swedish, so you should be used to this. Yes, in one way I am because I know how to dress for the weather, but we don't have the clothes here. Thankfully, when I did my fall cleaning, I left my ski pants out. And all this stuff that I wore at the ski trip in Colorado last year, I left it out because I figured, well, we might get some cold snaps, you know. Um, and as long as I'm dressed for it, I'm fine. Not a problem. But do I like it? No. And the thing is, if you think about Texas, as I said before, you think about sunshine, hot weather. If you think about Sweden, you think about cold, rain, and nasty so it's also about your mental uh, knowledge about the country and your mental kind of assumption of how it's going to be. Uh, you're just mentally not prepared for this cold in temperature here in Texas. And the houses are not insulated as well as they are in Sweden. Sweden build their houses for these temperatures. Texas doesn't. Um they insulate their houses. They insulate their 
pipes. So no, we rarely have our lines dripping um, or our faucets dripping all the time because it's negative because we have it insulated. Yeah, if in the barn, yes, we do have them dripping in the barn. Um, and the same thing with our power grid. Sweden digs their power lines down. You don't see all this, unless it's like between, like long distance out in the country. Yes, those are, are, are still above. But here in U.S., you see the power lines go from house to house, from house to house, right? You don't in Sweden. Not in the way you do here. Absolutely not. Because we dig it down in the ground and protect them from the get-go. And I have always wondered, why doesn't U.S. do that? Because we still have tornado and winds and stuff like that. And I bet you, if a tornado goes through here or a strong wind, we would have power longer than we do now if we dig our power lines down in the ground. But what do I know? I'm just any ordinary girl. <laughs> but thankfully this time we don't have any rain and certainly no snow with this cold front. It's still sunshine, but it's still cold. So it's not a super big deal. Like last February when we had a snowmageddon. I really don't want to have that again this year. I'm fine. Don't, don't give me wrong here. Um, but yes, I do have ski pants. I have long jaws. I have extra clothes. Um, and it's supposed to be like this cold over the weekend. Um, I haven't really looked further than the weekend, so I don't really know how next week is going to be. But eh, it's really cold. We get, Texans get also get grumpy when it's cold. It's kind of interesting to see how their mentality uh, changes. No one wants to go out and because they know the electric bill is going to raise skyrocket. <laughs> oh, good Lord. But that's, that's just how it is. We don't like the cold. We're not mentally prepared for it. Doesn't matter what the meteorologists say. I can't even say it. The weathermen say. Um, but yeah, it's it's at least not raining. So that's that is very, very nice. Um before we know it, it's going to be a hundred degrees and hot and all that. So we'll just push through January and February and, and I think we're going to be just fine. And as I said, hopefully we won't get any snowmageddons this year. Um, yes, it was interesting, but we can wait a couple of years to have another round of that kind of crap, so to say. Um, but I'll give you a weather update next week uh, to see how this has followed up um, just for the fun of it. Um, we'll see. If you are not following us on social media, I inspire you and encourage you to do so. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Not very active on Twitter, but Facebook and, and YouTube. Uh, yeah, and YouTube too, by the way. But Facebook and Instagram, that's what I was going to say. Um, we upload some content there as well, just for the fun of it. Um, sometimes it's nothing and sometimes it's a lot. It depends on 
a little bit what I found around the internet and how much I work and all kinds of stuff because I do this just because I think it's fun. I've gotten some fun uh, uh, feedback on it. So I enjoy doing it and I'm looking for guests. So if you now made it through all the almost 25 minutes of podcast uh, to the end, if you want to be a guest here, please let me know. Send me an email uh, to podcast at swexen.net. Um, I would love to have you. I would love to bring more guests in this year. And I am going to try to do <clears throat> a candy tasting here in the near future. A lot of, we're going to Ikea. There's stuff that we're going to make happen. We're just going to like um, plan it and organize it. Because you have to be a couple of people uh, probably. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a guest please let me know. I would love to have you as my guest, uh, with or without connection to Sweden or anywhere else. Um, if you're just an American who wants to sit on my podcast and chit chat for a little bit, come on, you, I'll be your Swedish connection <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, but if you kind of like have a fun story to tell, or you have anything to ask, you want me to talk about or, um, whatever it may be, let me know. Um, this can be, since this podcast doesn't really have any specific topic, it's not a crime podcast or something like that. I just did this Wixen podcast because I thought it was fun. Um, it can be about anything. There are no limits. So suggestions, or if you want to be a guest, let me know. Uh, either you email me. Uh, go to our website, swexen.net, um, or uh, contact me on social media. That that works fine as well. So, yeah. Um, and if you want to know more about me privately, or somebody asks, who, who am I? Well, you can listen to the very first podcast, or you can go to my personal website, swedeintexas.com. Uh, that works as well. Um, I've been a blogger for a long time, like 20 plus years. Um, but it's not the same blog I have now. I've swapped blog. This blog I'm doing right now, sweetintexas.com, is coming up on two years. So you have so if you want to read some content, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and I try to put a lot of pictures and make it fun. Um, so go and check that out. Uh, if you're here in Texas, dress well, uh, stay safe, and uh, I hope you don't get COVID. Uh, I don't hope you get sick or injured or anything for that matter. I hope you have a great time. Um, this podcast, if you don't know, comes out every week, uh, most of the times uh, on Thursdays. Sometimes it might change day if it's something specific going on on a day. Uh, but other than that, um, it's coming out every Thursday. So don't forget to check it out on social media and um, talk to you next week. You have listened to an episode of the Swexon podcast. Feel free to leave your feedback on our website, swexon.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook and Instagram accounts. You find them with the handle Swexon podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe.